Alright, so racing is the first thing we're going to actually break down here. And when the show started, we got the really awesome custom intros. Those are actually done by my good friend Blake Shipman. You can follow him over on Instagram, at Blake Shipman. They were really cool. You know, Adam Anderson had kind of a goofy one. Todd LaDuke had a really serious one that was... You know, it sent goosebumps down all of our spines. It was awesome. It was absolutely an amazing intro. And then you know, everybody kind of roared around the outside. And when we were first looking at it, and we were seeing the ride truck going around, you know, everybody was like, okay, they put a new layer of dirt down. Should be good. We're going to be a little bit dry. So, you know, Todd LaDuke does his intro first. So he comes roaring out of the tunnel, takes a good victory lap. And then as soon as he stops in the middle of the track, the truck just slides like straight across the stadium. So all of us were like, oh boy, here we go. So, you know, fans are getting a little, little antsy because it's obviously very muddy in the middle of the track. So we were thinking about what we were going to do. Sort of just left it. So racing, they actually, the track grid put down fresh dirt at the starting line, the finish line, and the outer ring for the J-Hook racing. And I think that really helped simply because when you were racing and doing your turns and stuff, it actually kind of churned the dirt up, turned the bottom layer into the middle, and it sort of evened out over racing. Now, racing was actually very unique. There were a lot of good, real, actually really good. Like, this was some high-quality racing. I think the racing at this show is better than any of the other shows that we've had simply because of how close it was. It was amazingly close. There were so many good matchups. Like, it's hard to actually think of where to begin talking about racing because it was such a good racing lineup. I mean, Stadium Tour Red is absolutely known for its racing more than its freestyle. I feel like racing is sort of the highlight of Stadium Tour Red simply just because of how how amazing everybody is. Of course, you have guys like John Zimmer and Todd LaDuke who are absolutely amazing at what they do. So we've got our results up here. We're seeing what we're doing. Okay, so racing, racing, like I was saying, was very good. I think the standout race of all of the races that were run in Tampa was Adam Anderson and Colvinard, where Colvinard narrowly edges out Adam Anderson by a thousandth of a second. It was that close. It was the closest race that we've had in Tampa and one of the closest races in Monster Jam history. So, of course, with also the rivalry of former crew chief and now driver, it was absolutely amazing to see that race. But, unfortunately, Colvinar had his uh, his torque case uh, seal in there busted. So, you can't come back for racing like that because that's a crucial part. So, of course, he was come back. He was ready to come back for skills challenge. But for racing, he couldn't come back to the final round. So, Adam Anderson actually takes his place as the fastest loser and takes on Lindsey Wink and the Lucas Oil Crusader. Now, I thought Lindsey Wink was going to take this race simply because Lindsey is an amazing racer and Adam Anderson hasn't been on his prime all season, but we saw that sort of change over the course of the show. So, of course, Lindsey, uh, Lindsey Wink, we were watching him. He had a fast truck. Joshua Yoho, his crew chief, keeps that truck absolutely top-notch. So they both come out, start out pretty even. I would have said Adam took a way better turn in the left lane around the corner, but in that final turn, Lindsey Wink made a critical error and hit a freestyle ramp, giving Adam Anderson the racing win. Now, it's not to say that it wasn't deserved, but I feel like Lindsey was definitely running a way faster race and would have won had he not hit the freestyle ramp. So I think uh, this night would have gone to gone to Lindsey had nothing actually happened. But skills challenge is actually pretty good. So moving on from racing, where Adam Anderson wins two wheel skills and he gets the 14 points. Of course, we know Todd LaDuke is in the lead here and he gets knocked out in the semifinal round. So this did not help his overall event championship standings. So he was a little bit upset about that. But as we go on to two wheel skills and the Great Clip Skills Challenge, a lot of drivers elected to do a, like a donut. 
which was actually surprising to me. Because this tour, we see a lot of people do the two-wheel skills moves. So, you know, guys like Todd LeDuc, who was actually your winner, he did an amazing moonwalk. Like, it wasn't really a moonwalk. He kind of got into the nose stoppy wheelie. But he actually sort of rode it forward uh, really long. And I was able to talk to him after the show, and he was saying that it was so difficult to be able to pull that off because of how slick the dirt was. And I we, we were noticing that slowly as drivers were going out that they would sort of stick it up on the nose and then the truck would slide. But Todd was telling me he was actually had a way to actually be able to counteract that because he was stopping way earlier than he needed to so that the sliding would actually adjust the truck to where it normally was. And that's actually pretty smart, and that shows the technical ability that some of these drivers have because a lot of guys wouldn't think about that. But guys like Todd absolutely do, and they have their next few steps planned, and it's perfect. But, you know, we had guys like Brad Allen uh, whipping donuts, Becky McDonough. We had a few guys, Bryce Kenny, surprisingly. I thought we were going to see a few two-wheel skills from Bryce Kenny, but we didn't. We saw a really fast moonwalk. So, I mean, not a moonwalk, a donut. So, if we, okay. <laughs> I actually made a mistake there. Yeah, Bryce Kenny actually decided to do a donut, which we were all pretty surprised by. But I think with the conditions, a few of these drivers knew we needed to whip a few donuts because of, like I was saying earlier, the conditions in the middle of the track, a lot of them were heading exactly to the middle of the track and just spinning that dirt up, trying to throw the dry dirt everywhere just to try to dry out the track. But yeah, Bryce Kenny had a good donut. The best donut of the night. Now, if this was an award, I, I would most certainly give this one to Jamie Garner because Jamie Garner had the best and longest donut I think I've ever seen in Tampa. Rival Ring, Tom Mintz, Dennis Anderson, all of the old school donuts. Yeah, this was very similar to that. And there's no competition. I think if this was a donut competition, Jamie Garner would have won. But simply just, you know, Todd LaDuke's first moonwalk didn't go very good, but his second one was awesome. So definitely props to him there for winning that competition. You had guys like Gravedigger and Adam Anderson who weren't able to even complete two two skills hits. So it was actually really awesome to see Todd take a win here with uh, adverse track conditions that he kind of overcame, which we saw was the theme of the first half of the show. So surprisingly, uh, like I was saying in the Pit Party podcast and now in the results podcast, the weather was actually very dynamic. And we thought that they had actually fixed the track and they kind of did, like 75% did. But still, it was a huge factor in who won the show. So moving on to freestyle here, I'm going to pull up the lineup so we can actually individually rate, you know, each freestyle because once, you know, judges zone is always kind of controversial, but I feel like at this show, it wasn't, wasn't as controversial as we've seen in previous years. It wasn't, what wasn't terribly bad. I feel like the scoring was on point, like where it needed to be. It was comfortable. It was exactly in the zone of where you would expect the fans to score these runs so you're looking at Stadium Tour Red. Actually, John Zimmer and Dragon, we were talking with him. Absolutely amazing mini flip, okay? He did like a mini flip with sort of a corkscrew spin on it. It was absolutely amazing. And he actually had very good momentum throughout his run. So it all worked out perfectly. It, uh, it was actually one of the better runs. I think it should have scored a little bit higher than it did. But again, I can't really complain about it. So John Zimmer actually scored, let us see... Uh, John Zimmer scored sixth. I would have put him around fourth. He scored uh, with Monster Jam a an 8.760. And I think that's where he kind of belongs. He belongs uh, in fourth place. But, you know, Monster Jam had him in sixth place. But that's all right. You know, can't complain too much. 
Uh, of course, we're talking about Gravedigger and Adam Anderson uh, having slipped up this season in his freestyle. He actually had a really good freestyle. And if you watch my Instagram story that night, I actually talked to him after the show. It was a very old school Dennis Anderson freestyle in which, you know, the truck kind of gave him problems because he popped a tire. But he was able to do what his dad did in his old school freestyles and just, if something was wrong, you're just going to plan in the ground. So he was full throttle. He kind of flipped the truck over on purpose. It was really wild and it was just very reminiscent of Dennis's old runs. So I was extremely happy about that. I was extremely excited to see that. He placed third with an 8.925. And while the freestyle was amazing, I wouldn't have put him in third. I feel like he belonged more in fifth place and that would have aligned a little bit better with where I wanted to put him, which I, and I, like I said, I totally didn't think that judging was bad this show, but third place was a little bit undeserving for Adam Anderson here, uh, of course, without a backflip. So, uh, if I, I would put him around fifth place. That's absolutely where I would put him. Cole Vinard, your previous freestyle winner from Houston with that amazing save after the backflip. This show, he came back from having a broken truck and he actually did extremely well trying to follow up the winner of the show. Uh, so he had, he didn't have a lot to work with because when we get to where I talk about the winner, you were actually going to be surprised here. Uh, they did something pretty unbelievable. So, you know, it's kind of hard to replicate that for Colvinard. He had a really good momentum. He had probably the biggest jump of the night off of the step up off of the motorcycle ramp. And he got placed second in a uh, monster jam freestyle. And I would have put him there too. I agree with that. He got a 9.002 at the show. I totally agree with that. I think that's exactly where he belongs. And, you know, I think, you know, he had a good outing, but with what was put up previously in freestyle, there's kind of no way to compete with it, which is why we knew freestyle was pretty much over. So, you know, Black Pearl, Colvinard, awesome freestylers always. Hope he gets a uh, world finals invite. But Brad Allen and Monster Rottweiler with a disappointing score, honestly. Like, it was absolutely disappointing. Given seventh place. Now, he filled his time, he had a very consistent run with a lot of big air, and he completed an extremely clean mini flip. He was given 7th place in an 8.25. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that was a very deserving score, but, you know, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of leeway here when you have so many high caliber drivers. I would have put him somewhere around 4th. That's where I would have put Brad Allen and Monster Mutt Rottweiler. But, you know, 7th place, he sits with an 8.425. That's that's not such a bad score. Uh, El Toro Loco and Becky McDonough. Wow, so there's a lot to unpack with this freestyle. Quite a bit to unpack. So Becky was having a good run, and then she decided around with 50 seconds left that she was going to hit a backflip. Now, the problem with the RII uh, is that when there's a possibility of injury... Uh, and there's two options where you would either get injured or injured a little bit worse. We're going to take the lesser injury, and the USHRA officials do that. That's actually what happened to Dennis Anderson. So when Dennis Anderson went to do his backflip, uh, Feld actually only clears a certain amount of drivers to do a backflip. So out of the show, the only drivers allowed were Adam Anderson, uh, Colvinard, Jamie Garner, Becky McDonough, Lindsey Wink, Todd LaDuke, Bryce Kenny, and uh, Mike Vodders. Those are the only drivers cleared to do backflips. Now, at the previous show where Dennis Anderson had to retire, he wasn't actually cleared to do one. So, you know, kind of approaching the ramp, Gravedigger 30 wasn't meant to do backflips either. It wasn't a truck that backflipped very well. So they they knew that landing would have caused worse injury than just shutting the truck off in the middle of the air. So they actually did that, and uh, that's how Dennis got injured at Tampa 2017. 
So they kind of did the same thing with Becky McDonough here. They saw Becky McDonough's shock tower was actually kind of broken. Uh, the right rear shocks were not compressing correctly. So going up to the ramp, they kind of shut her off while she was hitting it. And so the truck kind of just rolled over backwards slowly. And I think that was the right decision for them. I think it was a good decision, but it kind of hurt her freestyle scores where she got an 8.143, putting her in ninth place. She uh, placed kind of low, and after the show, I was talking to her about it. She was saying that she was kind of disappointed that she got shut off, but, you know, not having rear shocks and the landing of a backflip is kind of kind of dangerous. So I think the right call was made here. It was a safe call on the official's part, and it actually went over really well. But, you know, poor Becky McDonough. I actually would have... I agree with the score. She belonged in ninth. This is that that's where she belongs. Maybe this weekend she can she can get a redemption in Indianapolis. For but for right now in Tampa, you know, she had a good run. Lucas Oil Crusader and Lindsey Wink. They had a good freestyle. It wasn't anything terrible, but it wasn't anything, you know, uh highlight real worthy, just you know, consistent, old school Lindsey Wink freestyle. Uh, very, very fast-paced, and that's why I enjoy, always enjoy watching Lindsey Wink. He was actually able to pull a few slap wheelies in freestyle, and this is the only driver that we saw do that, and I think that's one of Lindsey Wink's signature things, so honestly, really cool to see him do that. But next up... Oh, I forgot to say where Lindsey Wink's score was. Okay, Lindsey Wink got 8th place with an 8.175. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I would have... How I agree with that. I think he should have been a little bit higher, maybe around 6th place. But, you know, like I said, not too far off from the standard or expectation. But next up is Todd LaDuke. Now, we in Tampa had a giant motocross ramp in the middle. And I think a lot of people were expecting LaDuke to do a LaDuke leap. But we were talking to him, too. And before the show, when they were doing the track walk, Tampa has a really, really short stadium. It's actually one of the smallest stadiums we run on the tour. So... When you, we saw this a lot during the first show too, when a lot of people were flipping over at Tampa One. When you land from a big jump, you have to have your wheels still spinning so you can land and continue to roll. If you land at a dead stop, you're pretty much just going to bounce and flip over just because of the nitrogen shocks. So Todd saw that and thought it wouldn't really be a good idea to Leduc leap on the first hit. So he actually had some, you know, some pretty good air landing the backflip and landing on top of the end zone container, which is pretty cool. But the thing about this freestyle that really hurt him, he actually hit one of the uh, barriers at the end of the track, the containers. And so they deducted five points from his season standings for that. I know he's not too happy about that, but it's only fair. Those are the rules. He placed fourth place with an 8.860. I simply just don't agree with that. I would have put Todd around eighth because it's the same thing that we see with Todd. You know, no disrespect to Todd. But he always has one wow moment, and then the rest of the freestyle isn't lackluster, but the rest of the freestyle just doesn't really uh, fast-paced, uh, is a very fast-paced freestyle. So he had some nice hits, but it wasn't wasn't all that great. So I would have put him around 8th, but they had him in 4th with an 8.860. Next up was Bryce Kenny. Now, Bryce, Bryce Kenny's freestyle was a, a big disappointment for many, simply because he came out and he tried to do the backflip early, and we saw this happen at All-Star Challenge with Cole Venard. We've seen this happen so much with this brand new backflip wall rather than the container, which a lot of drivers don't like. Uh, we were talking to Jim Kohler. He doesn't like them at all. But, you know, it landed on the rear and just snapped that axle housing straight in half. So he wasn't even able to continue on with his run. I know he was pretty disappointed and bummed out about it, but, you know, it happens. Common breakages here in the sport. Uh, he pit, he placed fifth with an 8.766. I would not have given that hit to him. I would have put him more around the 11th place, 11th or 10th. 
But, you know, just a disappointing outing. I'm sure he'll redeem himself this weekend in Indianapolis. Uh, Jim Kohler in Avenger. Wow. Okay, so Jim Jim had a good freestyle, and it, it lasted a while it did until he rolled over pretty early. It was kind of a disappointment. He placed 10th with a 6.208. Nothing crazy. Uh, I actually agree with that I would have put him in 10th. Uh, but, you know... No, poor Jim. I mean, he he always throws down. So to see him not have that great of a weekend is kind of a disappointment. But I'm sure he'll be back on track this weekend. Darren Basil and Black Stallion. We didn't expect much coming into this. We, you know, we not exactly uh, at Adam Anderson caliber. But he actually did have a nice performance. It was consistent. It was smooth. It, it was exactly what you want out of a freestyle. But we didn't have a wow moment like a backflip or a really big jump. So I think that's why the fans put him so low. He was actually scored 11th with a 5.974. And I agree with that. I would have stuck him in 11th as well. Um, no, like I said, nothing spectacular but consistent and a good run all the same. Brian Wright and Hooked. Brian Wright always throws down in Tampa. Rolled it over a little bit early, but the same same thing as we saw with Darren Basil. Nothing too extravagant, nothing too amazing. It, it was just, you know, it was it was a freestyle. It, it was a Monster Jam freestyle that we see quite often from independents. Nothing amazing, just, you know, nice, solid, consistent. He scored a 12th with a 5.734. I totally agree with that scoring, too. I think that's exactly where he belonged out of the 14. But next up was Steve Sims with Stone Crusher. Now, this... This was heartbreaking for a lot because Stone Crusher and Steve Sims are some of the most beloved independents in the sport. And with the new 2020 rule of if you don't complete 30 seconds, you don't get a score. We were absolutely heartbroken when the rear housing broke and the right rear wheel fell off. That was, yeah, that was absolutely devastating for, I know, us and Sims as well. So he got a 0.603 in my book. That's what I would have given him. Seeing him in 14th simply because Monster Jam, you know, didn't give him a score. And then we move on to Mike Vodders, the second overkill evolution. Now, this is a tough subject because Mike Vodders is a freestyle champion and a lot of us know his capability and what he's capable of and how amazing he actually is at freestyle. So I talked to him after the show. You know, we were all we were all giving him good things to hear. We were all telling him we were very proud of him. He's just having not this season hasn't been good to him. The last season hasn't been good to him. And I feel like his morale is slipping too, which I mean, mine would be as well. It's, it's, it's absolutely a tough season for him. And I hope the better, like the season turns for the better for him. But you know, we told him and Mike, if you're listening right now, you are a freestyle champion for a reason, buddy. Okay. We love you. And we want you to do really good. So we know what you're capable of and you can do really well. So he placed 13th with a 4.860. Unfortunately, that's where I would have put him there in 13th place. You know, nothing too amazing because he, he just, again, he's having problems with the truck and it's it's just biting him in the butt every weekend. So maybe in Indianapolis this weekend, he could pull something out of the hat because he's putting a new motor in the truck. Finally, the motor that they blew up a few weeks ago, they're finally dropping back in it. So hopefully this motor will actually perform a little bit better for them because this weekend in racing, he actually had two chances two to win. And he won. He lost both races. He was brought back as the fastest loser and he lost again. So, you know, just not, not the weekend he wanted, not the year he's wanted, but he, I'm sure he'll get back on track eventually. And finally, the best freestyle run I think we have ever seen in Tampa out of the 30 years, 40 years they've been coming to Tampa, Jamie Garner and Overboard.
the most, um, when I say for a 40-year run in Tampa that Monster Jam has had, Jamie Garner put up the best run, and it was his first ever freestyle win, I get goosebumps still talking about this freestyle, and I know a lot of people do, because it was that amazing. I think this run deserved a 10 on Judge's Zone, honestly. I knew as soon as this run was over that nobody else was going to win, simply because this run deserved a 10. It was given a 9.726, which I feel is a little low, I think, with how high the fans usually score. I think 9.9 is where the fans usually would put it, but this definitely deserved a 10. In my book, absolutely. Full of huge air. He actually had the double backflip, which was my mind blew. Like, all of us, we were, drivers were freaking out, running around the pits like little kids. They were freaking out. And Jamie was super excited. So I actually talked to Jamie after the show. I'm going to put the interview in right here. You can listen to that right now. You guys, it is after the Tampa show, and I am lucky to be here with a freestyle winner from tonight. He had a ragged edge run and completely blew all of us away here in Tampa. It is the one and only Jamie Garner on an overboard. Like, no words right now. for insane. I'm here with Wayne, Pizza Wayne, Avengers Racing. We're just blown away, Jamie. Like, we have no words. Just anything you want to say about tonight? Dude, it was an awesome run here in Tampa. Got two super fans with us right now. Can't wait to hang out with them, but freestyle was off the hook. We watched Cole last weekend in Houston. We knew he had to step it up. Coming in here with Steps Towing on our truck. Steps Towing said, let's run it in the ground. Let's rip the body off, and that's exactly what we did. Come up short in a backflip, which actually went over, and then come completely back over to do a double backflip. So let's see what we can rock out next weekend. What was your thought process during that second rotation? Because I know... Find the gas pedal. My foot <laughs> fell off the gas pedal, and it's like, find the gas pedal. So we did. When in doubt, match the gas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that exactly. That's the motto. We were all speechless during that freestyle run. You did awesome tonight. Thank you for being on the podcast. Awesome. Good luck next weekend. Awesome. So let's see what the fans thought. What do you think, dude? I think it was amazing. What do you think? First time... I loved it. You it was were right amazing. up there at the main stage with me, yes. so you were the first one I picked. I was so. blown away of how talented all these drivers are. Absolutely. Jamie Garner turning fans into super fans here. The best independent driver in the sport right now. He's at the top of the world. It's Jamie Garner and Overboard. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. We're loving it. All right. So you just heard the interview with Jamie, what he had to say. He's super pumped. We're all super pumped for him. We're excited. And we hope he can actually carry this momentum into Indianapolis because freestyle winners always go last. So he knows exactly what bar has to be set, like what the bar is set at and what it has to overcome. So honestly, we wish him the best of luck. We wish him his continued success. And, you know, I, we're just so proud of him over here at the Muscle Jam Weekly Podcast. And I know a lot of my friends who work with me and my friends who go to the shows with me, they're excited too. The whole community is excited for Jamie. Of course, Zach, his son in Wildside, he's doing extremely good. You know, it's just a good year for the Garners, and I actually hope he gets a Double Down Showdown invite this year, which is most likely going to happen. So there we go. We broke it down. Adam Anderson wins racing and gets 14 points. Todd LeDuc wins two-wheel skills and gets the 14 points. And Jamie Garner gets his 14 points, which is super exciting, and we're so happy for him. So right now, your top five in Stadium Tour Red are Adam Anderson with 163 points, Todd LeDuc with 157 points, Lindsey Wink with 142 points, Cole Venard with 132 points, and Bryce Kenny with 129 points. Now, if you look at the Adam Anderson and Todd LeDuc numbers, Adam Anderson was at 163, and Todd LeDuc is at 157. Had they not docked those five points, there would be a one-point 
difference in between them. So I expect this to be an absolutely huge rivalry. Huge. It's going to be a huge deal. So be watching that as the season goes on. But now it's time for my predictions for next week. You know, super excited, uh, which is actually tomorrow or today, depending on when the podcast comes out. So uh, it's actually going down on February the 8th. We have Indianapolis uh, for Stadium Tour Red. Stadium Tour Green is going back to Anaheim for the second time. That's going to be an extremely interesting show. Like, watch that show. Because Stadium Tour Green started out really... I I don't know how to explain it. It was kind of... It, the Stadium Tour Green didn't start out too great. It started out okay. And then, of course, we have Houston, Texas, and NRG Stadium for Stadium Tour Yellow. So for Stadium Tour Yellow... Honestly, my companion, my, uh, not companions, <laughs> that's, that's actually pretty, I said companions, oh boy, my, uh, predictions are going to be Bakugan, Dragonord, and Camden Murphy, I think that's your racing winner this weekend, we saw him kind of play around with it last weekend in San Diego, but I totally think that's your winner for this weekend, Tubo Skills, he's on fire, he's your tour leader, and he's going to get a World Finals invite this year, mark my words, come back to this podcast when the the winners are announced, because Cody Sosie is winning this tour, and he's winning two-wheel skills uh, February 8th in NRG Stadium, and Freestyle, very, very underrated driver, an opinion that I think not a lot of people share with me, but that's fine, I think the Freestyle win is going to bad company and John Gordon tomorrow, Dude is riding a high like I've never seen before. He's excited for this season. He's got great equipment. So watch him to turn in an amazing pre-style performance tomorrow. In Angel Stadium of Anaheim in Anaheim, California, I totally expect... Alright, are you ready for this? Because these predictions aren't quite like what everybody else thinks either. Racing goes to Jimmy Creighton and Bounty Hunter. Simply because he hasn't been doing good that se- like so good this season. But he's slowly improving as the season's going on and we're watching that. And he's your racing world finals winner, so he's obviously got some steam in his head coming into this. I think your two wheel skills here is going to go to Morgan Kane and Gravedigger, simply because Ryan hasn't been doing all of that good in two wheel skills, but Morgan has been on fire. And now I think your freestyle winner is, of course, going to be Son of a Digger and Ryan Anderson, simply because the dude is burning it down in freestyle. He's doing terrible in two wheel skills, but amazing in freestyle. So freestyle is definitely going to him. And, you know, I think the 14 points of all three winners are actually going to help them in their standings. And then, this weekend in Indianapolis, of course, Stadium Tour Red are focused for this actual podcast. I think your racing is definitely going to go to Adam Anderson again. Adam Anderson is going to win racing again. He's coming off of the high in Tampa. He's doing really good. The old Adam Anderson is back. Now, two-wheel skills could go anywhere. I think Mikey Vodders the second is going to do good with his new motor, and I think he's going to take the two-wheel skills win. <laughs> Now, when we talk about freestyle, this is where this this freestyle is going to be a mixed bag. There's going to be a lot of things, and I feel like this is going to be a very controversial weekend for Judges Zone because a lot of fans want certain drivers to win, but I think uh, Jamie Garner is going to turn in another amazing performance. I think he's just going to absolutely kill it. So freestyle is either going to go to Jamie Garner and Overboard or Todd LaDuke and Monster Energy. Those are your two predictions for next week. That's what I'm absolutely thinking this weekend here in uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. Super excited for that. Now, your overall event champions for each show. Stadium Tour Yellow, I believe the stadium, uh, the overall event championship is definitely going to go to Cody Saussier. Uh Stadium Tour Red tomorrow or today, like I said, depending on this podcast release date. I think is the overall event championship for Stadium Tour Red is definitely going to go to Adam Anderson again. 
and the stadium tour green overall event championship for Morgan Kane. Bank on that. Those are your betting odds. That's definitely what I would go by. But it's going to be an exciting weekend. Of course, we're going to bring bringing more action, more uh, up to the date minute news uh, here on the Monster Gym Weekly Podcast Bit Report. So listen in here. It's been such an honor bringing you the news this weekend. We've seen so much as we saw practice and the weather developments going into the pit party and having so much fun there and talking to the drivers and then of course the show which was an absolutely amazing show talking to some of the drivers afterwards how they felt and just honestly recapping the show and how it went over so you know super excited for all of this uh super excited to be following these uh new updates and just how the shows go over the season you can catch me here doing these episodes all season long so you know i've been nick you've been you this has been the monster gym weekly podcast and i'm so grateful for all the support so we'll catch you next time out on the track next time on the monster gym weekly podcast pit report we'll see you then guys